I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The fan. WFAN. Well, good early morning, New York sports fans. I'm Danielle McCartan. McCartan in the morning, McCartan after midnight. I just, I'm I'm a huge fan of alliteration. Danielle after dark, whatever. I'm talking all things New York sports with you right up till 5 a.m. here in New York City and beyond. So whatever you are doing at the moment, I appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the rest of the morning or late night, you know, whatever. Whether it be on that car radio of yours, streaming on WFAN.com or on the free Odyssey app. And of course, we're here in the Big Apple. Brian McCann and I are coming to you live from the Carton and Roberts slash Mike Francesa studio here in lower Manhattan, live and in person. Go ahead, start dialing at 877-337-6666. We are taking your calls in this first segment and every segment till 5 a.m. Um, I said a lot on, on the Thanksgiving show that I had about Zach Wilson. In fact, Two straight hours of Zach Wilson and quarterback talk and what happens next. Uh, that, that's how the show started. And so I'm like, all right, how am I going to do this a little bit differently today? What can I look at that that maybe you know, a different angle? And I know I used to coach for a guy who said the, uh, the windshield is that big and then the rearview mirror is that big because you're supposed to look forward. But you know what? Looking back is always a good thing. So... I took the time today, and in the midst of, of yet another Jets quarterback catastrophe, I kind of was wondering, what did the Jets know about Zach Wilson coming out of this draft? And then I said, okay, because I, I do a bang-up. I'm sorry, I'm going to toot my own horn. I do a bang-up job on the on the draft workup that I do. So I, I went back, and I was like, all right, well, what was my scouting report on Zach Wilson? And, and how has he performed accordingly? So that was my thesis statement, if you will. You know, I'm a teacher during the week. So um, so let's look back at Zach Wilson's body of work as compared to the reputation and the scouting report out on him during a draft process. And let me preface this by saying Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, Mike LaFleur, ownership, everyone else over there at Jets, uh, One Jets Drive had way more information to work with on Zach Wilson than I did. I mean, they they saw him on his pro day and, and Talk to him and, and and everything, right? So I'm operating with a finite amount of data. But as I look back and I compared the little old me scouting report on Zach Wilson to what he's actually done so far in a Jets uniform, it's it's true to form and it's questionable. Um, 
how they thought. Maybe they thought they were going to be able to take him and turn him around or, or, or whatever. But everything on that scouting report is is true to form. And let's go through it. The number one thing that, that showed up on my scouting report of Zach Wilson was injury prone. And that was based on, A, at the conclusion of his freshman year at BYU, he had surgery on his throwing shoulder after the season for an injury that apparently he suffered in high school. Okay, injury number one. Injury number two, his sophomore year at BYU, he missed some time with a fractured thumb. That also required surgery. Okay. And, of course, he played in all of the games his junior year, his final year, because, you know, he was being looked at. So, of course, you know, like Aaron Judge, you're going to play in every single game that you can. No, I don't want to take a seat. No, I'm good. I'll play through it. Because Aaron Judge is playing for a contract, which we can talk about as well, and Zach Wilson was playing for, you know, draft positioning. So then, fast forward, he gets drafted by the Jets. PCL knee sprain, rookie season, missed four, four weeks, four games. Sophomore season, second season, which was this year, meniscus tear. Missed the first three regular season games because of it in the preseason. So, you know, okay, you knew he was injury prone coming out of the draft. So I'm wondering, hmm, you definitely knew that information, you know, before you chose him. Probably maybe, I don't want to say number two, but maybe one B. One B for me on Zach Wilson was, you know, you heard about it. No leadership capabilities or, or questionable at best. And, and I said this the other day, but I'll reiterate for you. Zach Wilson, besides the C on his Jets jersey, is not a leader of men. I warned you about that during draft time. Because remember, you and I talked about how his teammates, that his junior year at BYU, did not vote him captain. But the coach... You know, like, and you get a trophy, and you get a trophy. Everybody gets participation trophies, and everybody on that team seemed to have a, a C, a leadership position anyway. And if you forgot, there were eight 2020 BYU captains. Four on the offense, four on the defense. And 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 you and I talked about this during the, the entire draft process. Of those eight players, not one of them was named Zach Wilson. Not one which was his junior and final year there at BYU. And then BYU was like, wait, wait a minute, hold on. Listen, we know he's getting looked at. They're questioning his leadership ability already. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to create this thing called a leadership council. And then we're going to distinguish eight more players so it doesn't look so obvious that that's the reason why we're doing it, to to distinguish him. So we're going to do eight more players. And then finally, Zach Wilson was one of those eight. So you mean to tell me, that BYU is just full of football leaders, you know, young men that are that are top-notch leaders. That quarterback, Zach Wilson, couldn't crack the top eight. They had to create another eight for him to get in. They had to create this Fugazi position for him to get recognition. I questioned it then, go back to the tape, and after what has transpired, this 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 zoo that has transpired over the past three days. Um, it's just, uh, what's that word? It's just reminiscent again of, of, of the same concerns have reared their ugly head. And I'm trying to find on my phone here, there was a quote from Lavernius Coles that said like, dude, if you benched him and you can't go back to him at this point, right? So that's kind of where the Jets are at. 
Number three, you're looking back on, on what you knew, what you actually, what we knew. If you listen to the show, it's what we knew. You and I knew about Zach Wilson coming out of the draft. And you have to think that the New York Jets knew way more than that. Number three, besides his questionable at best leadership capabilities and his his injury proneness, he's he, the scouting report literally says not disciplined in the pocket, not disciplined. In the pocket. Like how many times have we talked about this coaching staff's warning uh, to Zach to not play hero ball over these past two seasons? Like the official scouting report literally says hero ball needs to be dialed back a bit. Where do you think the Jets got that freeze from? You think that's a coincidence that that was just made up and it just happened to be the same exact freeze? I never heard of hero ball. Well, maybe you guys said it did, but it's not very common at, at the very least. Then it said the, the, the official scouting report from the NFL. Well, this is this is where this came from. Wilson's sophomore year tape shows troubling decision making. Hmm. Says he might need to play with a more disciplined approach to reach his ceiling. Maybe not so relevant, but but carries the ball down by waist as a pocket scanner. Has the tendency to overstride and sail throws at times. Yeah, that's. Braxton Barrios, and that's Denzel Mims from last week. I posted to both videos. I, I called it out when it happened. I was like, uh, in the flat. The guy is in the flat, and he can't hit a wide receiver behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, standing to what? To 10 yards from him? To the left? So you're like, whoa, like, wait a minute. That's a problem. And then it also said the official scouting report coming out of the draft said, Ill-advised throws under pressure turn into interceptions in 2019. Well, ill-advised throws. I mean, I can think of at least two of them in that first Patriots game. Yeah, ill-advised throws, throwing off his back foot, you know, telegraphing where he was going to go with it. You know, it's just, it's just bad, man. It's just so bad. And then, of course, I brought up the Patriots, but number four question surrounding Zach Wilson coming out of the, 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 the draft was the level of competition. Because, let's face it, BYU, Sparky always says this at the end, let's face it, Coach, let's face it, Sparky, the, the, the level of competition of his BYU collegiate opponents, especially in a season in 2020 where there were no fans in the stands. Don't forget that. This was, this was during COVID. There were no fans in the stands. That's a big difference making, too. But let's get back to it. The, the BYU opponents are vastly vastly inferior to NFL defenses, including that of coaching mastermind Bill Belichick. I think the scouting report literally said Wilson allowed for bombs away mindset in 2020. And I'm like, dude, this is, this is not going to fly in the NFL. It also said struggle with accuracy and decision-making against coastal Carolina. And in my notes, I have coastal Carolina is less than any NFL defense, including The pitiful Falcons one, which I don't think Zach Wilson could pick apart. Also, from the finally from the the official pre-draft scouting report, went two and four against top twenty-five teams during his career. So this was not top secret information. It was accessible to me. It was accessible to you. We talked about all of these four items as Zach Wilson was coming out of the draft. So my question then. 
being the analytical mind that I most of the time have, I said, well, what or why didn't Joe Douglas and and the entire slew of decision makers for the Jets see this? Or maybe they didn't want to see it. Or maybe they just wanted Sam Darnold out of there so bad that they wanted to have their guy that they were like, you know what, fine, we can coach it out of him. Despite Robert Salabina, first-time head coach, Michael LaFleur having his first-time, I think, offensive coordinator for him too. I mean, he was a quarterback's coach, right, wasn't he, in, in, at, in San Francisco? So I, I just don't understand why these guys would be like, you know what, all these question marks. Uh, and, and also, too, on a draft that wasn't deep at the quarterback position. You had Trevor Lawrence, of course, who looks abominable as well. Zach Wilson, I, off the top of my head, I think he was like the 18th highest graded player of the draft. So it was, again, not the year to be taking a quarterback. But these guys wanted their own guy. I guess that's what it was. And they were like, you know what? We can fix him. We can do it. And that one throw that even I fell for, that one throw on the uh, on the senior day, I mean, that was it to, to lock up the deal for him. You, you saw the face of Robert Sala and everybody out there, and they were like, we got our guy. We got our guy, dudes. Let's do it. We're doing it. And, and Zach Wilson has played nothing but true to form to this scouting report, this terrible scouting report, that – the book was out on him to begin with. So it's completely questionable. A, a decision. And I even wrote on my notes, I, I, and I could, show, I could screenshot and show you the last edited date. I questioned the pick of Zach Wilson. I did. Like, what are you doing? And here you are with a guy who doesn't take any leadership after a pitiful performance against the Patriots. You know, Asked a question about you know playing for his defense, whatever. He answered very snarky, very that's a that's a Lori Rubinson word, very snarky, very contrite. And you're like, dude, get a clue. That's not what a real leader is. And, and to have to be coached about that after the fact, like, dude, you didn't you didn't do it the right way. Here's how you should have done it. He said he didn't even know something was wrong until his dad called him or texted him after the game. So he thought he was right all along. And then the apology came, not on, on, you know, that was Sunday Sunday night, let's just say they're on their you know, way back from New England. D- the apology didn't come on Monday when there was that two-hour delay of the coach's press conference. The apology didn't come on Tuesday. It came on Wednesday? To me, I don't know. I mean, I coach kids. That sounds like a guy resistant to, to want to have to stand up in front of those men and apologize. That's just me. 877-337-6666 is the phone number to get aboard and chime in. I'm Daniel McCartan, and this is Ben in Queens. Ben, what's up? Hey, uh, fitting the we, we go there. Let me just one retraction from yesterday. Yeah. When I said revisionist history involving Mike White, I was mean that as a joke because I knew those calls would be coming in. So. Yeah. No, it, I thought it was fine. All I, right. I thought it was so, totally fine. All right. So, so that's the only reason I said that. Yeah. Now, the, I'm not going to touch Mr. Wilson again. You just. Uh, uh, a great summary on, yeah. on our conversation from then. Mm-hmm. I'm now looking at LaFleur and yes. I'm going like, hold on, what worked the year before? You know, and and, and, and we were we were we've been speculating all year, right? Huh. We're not playing Elijah Moore. Why right. aren't we playing Elijah Moore? Right. You know, he he fulfilled the oh, Name just escaped me. The dude that's in in San Francisco, uh, he was doing that for us. Okay, um, is it D- the Debo Samuel role? Debo Samuel, yes, Thanks. yeah. He was doing that. Mm-hmm. 
some of those plays could have helped us a whole bunch of a lot up in New England. Where, excuse, excuse me, you know he has problems throwing the ball, and you're dealing with how much was those winds miles an hour? Yeah, and oh yeah, and that too. You come out and you complain about the winds. I'm sorry. I guess the winds must have stopped for Mac Jones. I mean, what an excuse that was too. You're right. I, look, I, I, I'm going to say this, and I had people rip me during draft day for saying it. I said, yeah, yeah, you know, we didn't have a problem with 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 uh, picking up uh, Will, uh, Wilson, but on draft day we didn't want to even touch Justin Fields. Yeah. He's well, going to go, and I, well, hold on, let me yeah, just finish this. Yeah. And he's going to go to Chicago. Believe me, Chicago's a windier place. It'd be <laughs> funny if he ends up being a better quarterback. You know what? I, oh boy. I, I didn't love Justin Fields coming out of the draft. I'll be honest with you, because I, I and I know it's a small sample size, but it's a big game. That bowl game, he couldn't make yeah. the throws. He was missing guys in the end zone, and that's all I really had to see about Justin Fields. I mean, you can't get it in uh, in the end zone on a college game in a big televised national game. You're not going to do it at the NFL level. But hey, he's making it work. You know? Yeah, and 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 uh, the only reason I have to say that is when it comes to my quarterbacks, unfortunately. They'll find these little excuses when it comes to BYU quarterbacks. Yeah, we'll overlook that. He he looks like he's a leader of men, but as you said, junior year BYU. After that, they didn't make him captain. Nope. The team, the 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 organization running the team did. Yes. Or should I say, the the coach of BYU? I always saw administration. We'll use administration. Mm-hmm. But let's let's get to. A quick, a quick uh, Thanksgiving note, and then Sunday's game. What, what, uh, with the Giants game, I was like, I can't believe they're still in this thing. I know I they still in this. I can't believe they're still in this thing. Why aren't we trying to win this game? What is Jones doing? At that perfect word for word for what I was saying the whole third period, third quarter. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't believe they're in it. I can't believe they're in it. Why aren't we trying to win it? Bet. And then I have to see Barkley break out two late runs. I was like, Barkley yeah. was there the whole time. Yep. Letting him get killed in the pocket. And yet, they, and yet they still only finished with 90 rushing yards on the day, Besides, yeah. you know, including those. Yeah, yeah. So Blueprint's so out there, Ben. Blueprint is out there on the Giants. It, uh, it, it's one thing. Again, I'll, I'll shoot back at some of the, the guys who love the numbers. And who who uh, you gotta shoo the running game? Listen, that works for fantasy football, but when you get to November and December in the NFL, you better have a decent running game. Mm-hmm. You better, you just better. As far as the Jets on Sunday, I think the defense comes out mad. Yeah, I don't think they're going to give Mike White a lot to do, but I think the defense comes out mad. So whoever's going to be quarterback for Chicago. Good luck. Yeah. I can see the Williams brothers pinning their ears back. Well, if if Quinton is well, I know Quinton's going to be in. Quinton went out with a, a knock on on a Sunday, but I could see them just. You know what? We can't sack our own ex leading quarterback, but we'll just envision that he's playing for the Bears today, and we're going to just take out everything on him. Yep. So, so thanks for the time. Yeah, I'm man. glad you enjoyed your family day. Thanks. Uh, have a great night. Thanks. You too, Ben. Thanks for the call. You know what? I'll leave you on this before we get to break. A quote from Robert Sala. If Justin Fields plays, we're going to hit him. And if he doesn't, we're going to hit the next guy. This defense is coming out 
pissed. They've got their Alka-Seltzer things, tablets that they're going to put in their mouths. They're going to be, uh, you know, foaming out the mouth. And I think the wide receivers and the pass catchers are going to be completely and totally motivated to show that, hey, it wasn't my fault. It was, it was Zach's fault. We're ready to go. I don't want to give out give out the bag just now, but I don't want to give up the goods, but predictions coming a little later in the show. Spoiler alert, I think the Jets win, and I think the Jets win big um, on Sunday. All right, my name is Danielle McCartan, and uh, speaking of the bag, were, were me or you sold a bag of goods on Zach Wilson and his capabilities? I mean, just so you know, like Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, you were sold on that too, the defensive wizard that he was, and then he got benched in the postseason because his defense was sub par so like the same kind of mentality about yeah ikf ikf he's a defensive wizard oh you heard everything about zach wilson and and he was the answer you know so at this point i'm going to ask you do you feel duped and and i never tell you how you should feel about anything in particular but you should 877-337-6666 t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.